Hello there. Welcome to the Yummy Factor, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the mesmerizing world of filming food commercials. I'm Xander, food and tabletop director, and I'll be sitting down with the true masters of the craft, including directors, food stylists, practical special effects wizards, and anyone involved in this crazy world to hopefully shed some light on what it takes to make food look absolutely mesmerizing on screen. Today, I'm talking to storyboard artist Matt Puccianenik, who's mastered the art of pre-visualizing food commercials and who's become the go-to guy for every major food production company. Thank you, Matt, for being on the show. Matt is a storyboard artist, and I think it's really, really, really interesting to have someone like a storyboard artist on the show because I think a lot of people get forgotten in this whole process of creating a commercial and especially creating a food commercial. And what I think is super cool and super interesting about you, Matt, or Mateusz, how would you prefer me? <laughs> it's, it's easier to, to say Matt for you than it's better Matt. Yeah, I, I won't say you my surname <laughs> because it, it's like tongue breaking. <laughs> I'm going to try. Puachienik. Ah, okay. It's <laughs> quite close. <laughs> yeah, it's Puachienik. Yeah. Puachienik. Yeah, but I heard so many different, you know, versions of my <laughs> surname, like Plocheczki, Plocinik, <laughs> many of them. Placebo. So it's like... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. My work is like placebo. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. This is placebo for my life. <laughs> I, I, I'm just thinking I'm doing well job. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Thank you so, so being here. It's pleasure. No, it's super nice because one of the things that makes you sort of unique, I feel, in this line of work is that you specialize in food and tabletop. So obviously a storyboard artist, as far as I understand it, helps you to visualize, you know, for a director or production company, what are all the shots that we're going to shoot and how the whole movie is going to feel like. But, you know, with doing it with people and a story and like two people talking, it's a complete different thing than flying burgers and chips and beans and, you know, melting sauces and so I think that's really cool. And um, yeah, my question to you is like, how did you get into, you know, becoming really good at food? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for for that kind of words. I don't know. I, I'm just doing it. <laughs> it's <laughs> nice. But uh, it wasn't like uh, I choose that, that way, that path uh-huh. as my career to be food commercial or tabletop storyboarder. It was like, my life just <laughs> turned that way in one day. So when I was a set designer. Oh, wow. Okay. It was, you know, I will, I will tell you something. Everything is about one call from somebody. And I, I, I just think, okay, <laughs> okay, I can do it. That's the craziest thing about our line of work. You know, like so many things you don't study. Yes. You just like get thrown in there and then you start swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. It, it, it. You know, it's like to jump from the plane without the parachute and thinking about <laughs> how to land or how to make the parachute on the way, yeah? But I mean, like, but you knew how to draw. I mean, like, if, if somebody calls you and says, like, hey, listen, I need a storyboard for a burger spot. It's not like anyone can just draw the way you can. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> you know, my way of thinking is, like, you can, but you have to learn. <laughs> just like that, yeah? No, I'm not so unique. I'm just put a lot of work in it and that's the unique that the many hours I, I put in it 
So you as a director, you know that very well because you are a very good director. So you put it many, many hours in it that almost nobody will do it. Yeah. My question to you as a storyboard artist, because, you know, the storyboard is sort of like the backbone of everything that is going to get shot on, on a project. So it's a tool that is incredibly important and useful to guide, you know, the agency and the client through everything that's going to happen on set, everything that's going to be shot. So I don't know if you're aware of how much creative power and creative input you have because the way you scribble something, the way you draw something is going to get burned into the brain of, of the entire team. So that's, yeah. you know, when you get on set, you go like, well, buddy, why is that person standing there? If in the storyboard, the person was standing here, but that's like a creative decision that you probably made at some point. So my question to you is, how does that process go? Who decides what goes where? Who decides how to draw the images? How much creative input do you put in it? <laughs> the worst answer is, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> yeah, of, of course. course. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, you know, uh, because there is uh, there are differences between tabletop and, and live action, but in tabletop, sometimes I have to just draw what a director will say. But I think this is like... 25% maybe of my storyboards. And you know, it's not a bad thing because I have one director who I was working with many times and I love his uh, guidance because it's very, when, when I see the, the commercial after, it's 100%, almost 100% the same like the storyboard, you know? Do you do a Zoom call and then you, you know, sit together and he describes what you should draw and you you scribble it while he's talking to yeah. you or does he brief you and then you draw it? Yeah, mo mo mostly mostly we, we do the draft while we're talking because, you know, I heard, I know, I don't know is it true or not, but I heard that not many people do this, the, this way, that sharing the screen and... And just uh, talking, you know what I? Sorry for <laughs> sorry for my <laughs> and my uh, weird talk, but there is a lot of things to to, to say. Uh, I love in this work when I can sit with the director or DOP together, and we spend two three hours for talk, and we are drawing and talk. You know. And we still on, on some Zoom or Teams and we, we spend the time talking. And this is great because we, I feel, you know, some connection between us. I mean, we are like a friends. We don't know each other too much, but we talk with uh, talking about funny things in life. And in the same time, we are working and yeah, uh, he can see what I am uh, drawing. So then this is the answer for your question about how input in the storyboard I have. And this is the thing. When we talk, we both creating. He knows his way. He has his treatment. He has his script. But still, because he see what, what I'm drawing, he can, with me, we can all together creating some new things, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, this is a little bit how, how you and I worked on the Nescafe thing that, you yeah. know, we started scribbling together. And I think there were shots that were very clear where we scribbled them really fast. And then there were shots where I realized, oh, I haven't figured this out. Like I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure what to do with this. Uh -huh. And just by talking to you and collaborating with you and you as a storyboard artist, obviously you're very visual and you tend to be able to put things into space, like the, the whole 
composition of images. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you have two people, three people holding a mug of coffee, you can already have a good sense of how to place it in frame. And by trying out different things, yes. like suddenly, like in my head, it goes like, ah, yes, that's how I'm going to do it. And the, the thing you just said, obviously you want to do this job because you're able to, you know, collaborate with cool people where you can just like talk about life and cool things and whatever. Yeah. And your thing is like, I don't know the solution for everything. So having you as an expert and being able to kick the shit, uh, for lack of a better word, and just like figuring out stuff. Yeah. That's amazing because then I can very comfortably go into the shoot and say like, yeah, like I thought about this and we tried like different ways and we, we found a solution that is really nice and, and looks good and, and is clear. Yeah. 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 That, that's true. That's a, uh, that's a, I think that's the coolest way in this work because I can feel that my work is for something and you can feel that there is somebody who can visualize your thoughts and you know, two heads is more than one head. Uh, and collaborating that way is always better. 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But you also, you also said like there's uh, sometimes um, producers just probably just write you or send you a treatment and say go. Yeah. I think I'm too much of a control freak to not do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say a control freak, but I mean, like I have that sense of responsibility that I need to know that everything is working right. So it makes sense to me to figuring it out. Yeah, you are director. You are the most important body <laughs> in this process. So yeah, you have to control that somehow. Yeah, But if I can help you to to make you be sure, then it's, you know, yeah. the best for for me as well. The thing about commercials is that everything has to be done so quick and normally most people are busy you know the dp is shooting 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 and the only time he has time is like when he's shooting on the project you're on so ideally i would love to you know have a talk with you and have a zoom with you uh, with the dp and myself and you and and the three of us oh, yeah. are figuring out the shots because you know i'm i'm thinking about the story i'm thinking about certain things you know the dp is already thinking about, I mean, he's called director of photography because he directs the visual aspect of the film. He's the eyes of the project. Yes. And you are then as a specialist of, you know, making it understandable in storyboard form that you can present it to a client. And that obviously I think would be the ideal thing, but in the real world, it's, it's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's true. And, um, I mean, since I also like talking about, you know, that we're all not magicians and we cannot like, just like do like this and things magically appear. I do know and understand that doing a good storyboard uh, needs a little bit of time. Yeah. So um, let's talk a little bit of, about that, about like how many frames are you able, like properly on a, on a good project, how many frames are you able to draw in a day or in an uh-huh. hour? Like what's realistic? There are many uh, factors that can influence uh, the process. Yeah. First, if it's a live action or tabletop. Yeah. Is it on... Uh, many backgrounds or just on some uh, one color uh, background. Uh, what kind of movement, what kind of uh, objects are on, on the frame, okay? So th- th- there are many factors, but overall, I trying to not to spend more than, let's say, one hour, one and a half hour for one frame, color frame, but this is, I think, the maximum. And you know, sometimes I'm spending 20 minutes, which is, I think this is one of my best times for one frame. It's like 
15-20 minutes for color frame without the draft version because this you know this is the uh, the other thing because you have to make a draft uh, first which is it could be you know very roughly draw but you need to design it yeah so this is some different process but in drawing you know the final boards it's like between 20 minutes and one and a half hour depends on how complicated is is the scene and sometimes it's like you have one day only and 30 frames. <laughs> that's the crazy. And that's, that's what I was going to like, like sometimes, and especially like, you know, like modern commercials, like back in the day, you would have like, I don't know, four shots and a pack shot. And nowadays, you know, I feel like, like you have like 30 images for like a 20 second spot. So, yeah, you know, 30 images, please uh, by tomorrow. And <laughs> You know what? You know what? Yes. Uh, no, not yesterday. It was on uh, Tuesday. <laughs> I had this situation. This is very, very fresh. On Tuesday, uh, there was, I think it was 10 a.m. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was doing something. <laughs> and one client, uh, it was <laughs> from Italy, he just, just wrote me, hi, uh, ciao, uh, we need the storyboard <laughs> for tomorrow. <laughs> we have the PPM, uh, 10 a.m., <laughs> uh, uh, something like 20 color frames. Okay. Oh, there's not, not, not much time. <laughs> yeah, we know that. Sorry, sorry. Okay. So, okay. I said yes because <laughs> I love that. <laughs> The challenge, not the yeah, I, yeah. This was the challenge. I should, I should say no, <laughs> but it was some challenge, and I, I like the client very much. So you know, uh, okay, I can do it. You know, I had this vision to not not sleep today. <laughs> How often do you have to pull an all nighter without sleeping? Oh, uh, now it's uh, not so, uh, not so many many times, but. <laughs> you know the the day on Tuesday uh when I was doing this this story <laughs> I made it I went to sleep like on 4:40 a.m. 4:40 a.m. wow that was the, the time I spent 30 minutes on one color frame because at the end of the day I made a color because I choose to be the readable this storyboard should be in color so you decided to make it in color because it was better or did they ask you that was that was my, my choice. Okay. That yes, that time. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes they they ask me for black and white, but for me, most important was you know, okay, because it was it, it was better for producer and the client. It was like twenty, I think, twenty four frames. So it was like fourteen hours, I think. And yeah, I I just went to sleep four forty, and at five forty, my kid was. <laughs> And he wants, he wants party. It's over. The end of sleeping. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the tools that to use to make storyboards, because I know there's people who still do pencil and paper and then scan that. How do you go? Like what software do you use? What, like, do you have a tablet or? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not original. I think for that times I using the, the tablet, the tablets, let's say, because we have, uh, uh, in studio, we have, uh, different tablets like from 16 inch to to 24 inch so the really big ones as well like with the screen yes yes it's quite big 4k but you know i think the people who will hear this conversation uh i believe that there will be some storyboarders or people who want to beat the storyboarder and they think you know about the stuff you are using it should be something you know from mars <laughs> but 
you know what I have uh, sometimes I, I I work on this big screen but mostly I work on 16 inch screen so it's you know not so big it's HD not 4k and it's totally okay you know uh, so so yeah, yeah it, you don't need some <laughs> the best things on the earth yeah, it's a same thing like the analogy like a lot of people a lot of young DPs or directors or whatever, they tell, tell me, ah, what, what camera should I buy? What camera mm-hmm. should I use? What lens should I use? And I always say like, you know, if you're starting whatever you can get and just start working on that because eventually you'll get the bigger and better toys. But, you know, it doesn't matter. Just just do your thing. Yeah, for, for sure. You know, today you have many choices. You, you as a director, you can use iPhone. For sure, yeah. As a storyboarder, you you need some tablet. It's I'm I'm working on okay. I work on Wacom's Wacom. So this is very good tablet. But I was starting uh, with you know even not screen tablets. Uh, you know these tablets on on the. I have one. I use that. <laughs> I have an old crappy bamboo <laughs> that is like I had to download. It's not even uh, Apple doesn't even have the drivers for it anymore. I had to go on on a website to. <laughs> Get some hacked drivers so that the, the old old tablet still works. But yeah, I mean, I can get some stuff done with that. Of course, you know, at some point it's enough. Yeah, and you work on in Photoshop, right? Yeah, I work in Photoshop, and today because you know, in the past it, you you didn't have a big choice, and today you have even some free application. Yeah. So, but I'm using because I'm quite dinosaur in this uh, so I'm choosing uh, I, I, I'm working on Photoshop honestly today Photoshop is uh, I don't know it's a little bit uh, I, it used to be better for sure how do you train yourself to make burgers and make cheeses look good is like is it like do you do you train on a job or, or do, a, do you on a free day just say like mm, I'm gonna start doodling cheese free what <laughs> oh yeah 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 uh, uh of course uh, yeah i'm training when i can but i draw yeah i'm drawing a, a lot of storyboards so this is you know the most part of my training is training on you know uh as 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 i said with the parachute yeah you jump from the from yeah from the plane you know what? I tell you, I I tell you how I how I do it. Because there is no uh, many gaps between work, and if there's some gap, you have to care about the company. So no, it's it's not only like you. I'm not I'm freelancer, but I have company. Uh, so in the studio we have uh, three other artists. So you know to re to re- running that I'm using the gaps. Yeah. Is it like a design studio? So a Volnograph, right? Yeah, it's a company. It's a, a small studio. How many people are you in Volnograph? Four. Four people. Yeah. So you're you're all illustrators. Yeah. So you all do storyboard uh, work. Animations. I'm in the backgrounds for animations, uh, some, some assets for animations. Talking about the animation is also uh, interesting because uh, you also do the animatics. So it's not only the drawings. But you also, you can take these and animate them in a way that you can already show the commercial in a better way. Like- mm, okay. So I will tell you that and I will answer you, your question about the training because this is combined <laughs> somehow. 
Okay. The animatic is the way I choose for training myself because, you know, how, how do I train my skills? It's because, you know, there are not many gaps. So I have to do it on the set, <laughs> let's say. So uh, my way to train the food is like to spend more time than I have to on one frame. You know, this is not like, okay, it's done. Okay, bye-bye. When I have a little bit more time for the storyboard, so I am focusing on seeing how to do it better. And this is my way. And sometimes it was like, okay, I can do more frames from that. And there will be some animation. Yeah. So even the client didn't want the, uh, the animatic, just the storyboard. I was thinking, okay, so, but we have some time. Okay. I can spend a little bit more time to make animatic. And yeah, the client, sometimes we just, you know, give the, the client the animatic as a, you know, as a gift. He was happy and we, we've been trained. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. So, and that, not <laughs> <an> economic way, <laughs> but it makes us better artists. So now it's like we are focusing more on animatics. You know, this is very organic because we trained on animatics to be better artists. So now we think to change the storyboards for more animatics. And now the moment that one of our artists is um, learning how to put animatics in very short time, so we can have it as a product. So from from just spending more time on one frame, we get into the animatic as a product. Which is amazing and which even helps even more. I mean, because if, if you can show a client the storyboard yeah. is already helpful, but an animatic, it's like, oh. because then you can already put on, you know, music, put a sprinkle, a little bit of sound design on top and suddenly boom. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to tell you something, you know, it was, it was a couple of months ago, I was uh, making uh, the storyboard to uh, to client from Italy and we had just like uh, three days, I think. And, you know, he just asked for, uh, for a storyboard. So, okay, but <laughs> we made animatic and it was quite good because, you know, sometimes animatic is like, is harder when when the frames, the scenes are most more complicated, uh, a lot of things, you know, in the air and we love to uh, draw a frame by frame animatic. So you have to make more drawings, a lot of more, a lot more, like uh, three times, four times more. And, uh, but this one, this, this uh, storyboard uh, was quite good for make quick animatic. So we, <laughs> we, we did it. We, Give him the animatic and he showed the animatic to that storyboard on PPM for the client. Yeah. And the client said, whoa, 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 this is cool. Yeah. Okay. We're doing it this way with some small changes, but they said after that animatic made it the job. So, you know, for me it was the best. No, that's, that's, that's perfect. Because it's, it's a, again, it's a tool. I mean, like the animatic, it takes a lot of work and it's not going to be the finished thing, but it's all about giving the client and the agency that sense of security that they know what they're getting before the shoot, because a lot of people cannot imagine, you know, in, in images or in pictures, you know, how the whole spot is going to look like. Yeah, true. You know, just, just by doing that and using the tools and the technology nowadays to jump from a storyboard to an animatic, that's. That's, that's super cool. Yeah, yeah, yes. 
you, you know, sometimes I have some doubts about a storyboard because, you know, there are scenes that even you have the frame in front of you, it's quite uh, hard to understand what will yeah. happen, yeah? Especially if there's movement, if it's too static and you say, ah, the camera's going to move like this and the, and the things yeah. in frame are going to move like that, especially if it's as abstract as food and, you know, flying things, then a badly drawn storyboard can be more confusing than not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So why to, why to draw it, yeah? That's, that's why I, I love to spend more time because, you know, sometimes you draw things you never drew. So you have to spend more time to think about how to design the, the frame to be readable for people without their imagination. And uh, so, and they don't feel the camera movements. The many times the client, he doesn't know how it works yet, yeah. but he needs to understand it. So you have to put more time in one frame or make two or three frames for one scene, uh, just to, to be sure that somebody, you know, somebody is paying you, uh, f for this. So your job, my job is to explain him very well in proper way, uh, what will happen on the, on the, on the frame on the scene. That's it for this episode of The Yummy Factor. If you like the show, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you have questions, you can find the contact information in the description box. The Yummy Factor airs every second Wednesday of the month. 